Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends beyond the binary, and my patrons, uh, I had something witty I was going to say in the intro, and I already forgot it's uh, typical. It's time for Sleep With Me, patrons, the podcast you enable uh, so I can put you to sleep. Thanks. And Sleep With Me is made possible by all the hard work of uh, Chris Bosty-Bosterson from Sounds Like an Earful Studios, who does our music and uh, edit, edits episodes, uh, Carl W. edits episodes, uh, Jonathan Mann is on our lullabies. You can commission a song from him at song.jonathanman.net. Scotty, uh, Kenny, Jennifer, honor, honor, honor artwork. I'm at Dear Scooter on Twitter. You know, you can listen to podcasts in any of your smart speakers by just saying, hey, uh, whatever the activation is, play Sleep With Me podcast. And then you can set your sleep timer. Sleep With Me is a member of uh, a proud member of Night Vale Presents. Uh, I want to thank Eric and the team at Astound on our website. And our listeners have a Facebook group over at uh, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash nods. It's just a shortcut to a listener-run Facebook group. And I want to thank the noderators over there, uh, Lauren, Keith, uh, Julie, and Jennifer, and uh, Stacy and Sarah. And uh, that's it. What do you say we get on with the show? Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed and turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, uh, travel, or somebody else's traveling, wind anything whatever's keeping you awake it could be one of those things it could be like a what do they say panelpy penelope whatever could be someone named penelope and uh i'd say that'd be interesting i don't know if i've had i'd like to have a conversation with someone named penelope what name could be what what does that name here's a here's a question that doesn't have to do with the podcast intro sorry new listeners already going off topic just a ponderance here I'm actually a ponderance about Penelope. Uh, but Penelope may have the perfect number of syllables for a name. Now, Nick, let's come back to this. I'll cross my fingers. Hopefully, I'll remember Penelope. Scooter, remember Penelope. And tonight, I'll wake up and I'll say, Penelope. And I say, okay, what was that about? Okay, so if you're new here, welcome. I'm going to try to earn your trust. I'm going to try to take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. And the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to create a safe place where it's a little bit silly. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless, creaky meanders, and uh, rusty tangents. Uh, I'm going to go off topic as I get distracted. Uh, but I'm really just here to keep you company, uh, to be your friend uh, in, in the evening, in the wee hours. Uh, I'm here to help. And uh, so that, that's kind of the way I'm going to do it. It will give you some more details, just if you're new. Here's the thing about the show. Don't try to make too much sense of it, because it's mostly nonsense, with a tiny bit of nonsense in there for these episodes. Uh, hubba hubba. Actually, I don't think, I think maybe... Uh, 
It may be in trouble. I don't think you're, I think I was raised to, to never use hubba hubba and none in the same sentence. So maybe I'll say hubba bubba because they think it could, more than once I, I was chewing hubba bubba. Hubba bubba used to be a gum. I don't know if it still is, to be honest, because really, the, the, I mean, I don't know if you're an investor in gum stock, but the bottom fell out of the sugared gum stock years ago, like right around the time I started to pay my own dental bills. The whole sugared gum market may have collapsed. It may also be something I'm not. That's not true. And also, probably the gum, gum companies are more diversified than that. Uh, so I don't know if they have internal holdings where they say, "Yeah, no, no." Internally, our, our internal gum stocks uh, crashed. Uh, sugared gum stocks. Okay, what was I going to say? I was going to say, oh, if you're new, don't try to make a lot of sense of this podcast because it's mostly nonsense. And uh, I'm a goofball. I'm trying to bring some lightheartedness to your bedtime. It does come in the form of creaky dulcets, which do grow on you uh, if you're new. Here's a good thing. Here's a couple of things I haven't mentioned. My creaky dulcets do grow on people. And my humor, the things that people find initially humorous, kind of wears off. You become immune to it. You say, huh. Like maybe the first time you listen, because it's so strange, you might have some laughs. Uh, time, second time listening, maybe a chuckle or two. A third time listening, maybe a, maybe a smile with your teeth. And then once you become a regular listener, you just kind of uh, you get a neutral, positive look, uh, a dreamy look. Really, that's what I'm shooting for. Uh, so if you're new, don't try to make a lot of sense. Give it a few tries. Is structurally what to expect. Show starts off with business. Uh, obviously, that's kind of how we keep the show free and uh, keep it going. And uh, if you want to know who the sponsors are, just go to sleepwithmepodcast.com, click on the Sponsors tab, or uh, thank the patrons who support the show from Patreon. So that's how we keep the show going. Then there's an intro. The intro is about 12 minutes. I think we're already like five or six minutes into the intro which is kind of like a monologue, a familiar show within a show uh, to get you ready for bed, to help you uh, ease into bedtime, to put that near, like, just a, it's just a smile above neutral on your face, that dreamy look, that Penelopean look. I just, I just made that word up. I mean, I didn't make it up, but I gave it that meaning. Like uh, if I if I was like some skull like a like a figure that could draw like do art, uh, you'd say, oh yeah, that was a work by Botticelli. That's where the term Penelopean came from. From the smile of uh, his uh, like a thingamajig about you know his wonderful artwork. By the way, was is Botticelli? I think Botticelli's a painter, maybe maybe a sculptor, maybe probably both. Uh, but yes, yeah, so, so, okay, what was I saying? Oh, the, so the intros are where I kind of introduce the podcast. I give some examples of how the podcast would take your mind off stuff, but not engage you. And some people use it while they're brushing their teeth, while they're getting ready for bed. Some people use it in traffic or when they're stressed at work. Uh, so a few people skip it, uh, but whatever you do, you, you know, just give it a few tries, see if it works for you. But the intros are around 12 or so minutes. If you want to skip it, you skip ahead. Uh, but just make sure to check out the, you know, how, how we be, keep the podcast going. 
So those are the intros. Um, then tonight we'll be doing our, our series, The Stand Chronicles, uh, from Nuns in Space, or Nuns in Space, The Stand Chronicles. And that's about a freestyle soda machine named Stan and his adventures in space. Uh, so that's going to be mildly entertaining. You say, okay, it took my mind off what was keeping me awake. But I said, well, how much adventuring can a freestyle soda machine do? And they said, well, so, you know, someone's got it. Last week we had a discussion about diet, you know, getting rid of all the diet soda in there. So there you go. Uh, so there'll be a story. There's some business between the intro and the story. And then at the end of the show is our thank yous and good nights. So that's how, that's the, the, the structure of the podcast. You don't really need to listen. You can listen however it works for you. Give a few tries, experiments, say, well, I like to listen and then I fall asleep. That's the average listener that I hear from. Some people like to listen all night long. Some people wake up in the middle of the night and they start listening. Some people turn me down to a murmur and listen, whatever works for for you. Uh, but give it a few tries, and uh, also no pressure to fall asleep. This is a podcast more to be here while you fall asleep, to keep you company. I'm your boar friend, I'm your boar bay, I'm your boar bud, and I'm here, you know, just to be at your bedside or nearby. Really, really, that's what I'm really here for, it, to be your digital audio friend, uh, and just give you a little distraction, a little story a bedtime story for you because I really truly believe you deserve to get a good night's sleep. And I've been there. So I want to take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. Um, I did promise I'd talk about Penelope. So I don't know if there's any Penelope's listening or anybody else with any other first names, uh, because I said, I was thinking as they say that name, I don't know how many syllables Penelope. Penelope. I think there's four, but they really do like ring and they like resonate. Penelope, did you just hear that? How lovely. I mean, it's a really, I think my limbic system just uh, went slack. Penelope, uh, very, very, I, I think maybe that would be like if I was a hypnotist, that would be one of my things. I'd say, okay, when I say the words Penelope, your, 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 your shoulders relax. Uh, also what I was thinking earlier in the intro when I couldn't totally go off topic, uh, was that, uh, what are those things called that I love tongue twisters? So you got, you do have, I think there's other P-based tongue twisters. Walked right into that one. P-based tongue twister. It doesn't even make any sense, but, uh, Penelope, uh, Penelope, so I'm not good at, I shouldn't do, make a tongue twister in the middle of it, uh. I don't know. Oh, no. The other thing I was wondering about is, uh, so if Penelope may be the perfect name for people like me that, you know, say, well, I like it. I don't know. It just has a ring for me. And uh, also Penelopean is even better. You see, well, what, what do you consider yourself a part of, Scoots? Who are you, really? Like if, if a, like a reporter was like, really, uh, what word would sum, sum up your philosophy and your outlook on life? Uh, I'd say, well, Penelopean, would, that would be it, Penelopean. How do you, how, what's the code you live by or code? Because I don't know what code means, but uh, what is it? What real, I say, well, it's Penelopean. That's all I got to say. 
Also, my favorite f- flavor of ice cream, Penelo Pecan, uh, for a cheap joke for 400 there. And uh, you also, like, when I want to make an even cheaper joke, they say, what are you doing over there in the bushes? They say, Penelope and uh, hardy har har. Uh, but I was thinking, the only drawback is, what's the nickname for Penelope? And Penelope. Uh, uh, really, Penelope. Uh, Pell would say, well, it doesn't really have a and P, Penelope. I'm serious. I'm sure there's one, but is it like one of those ones like uh, that doesn't have? You say, well, isn't your name John? Why are they calling you Jack? It doesn't. I don't get it. And they say, what's well, a traditional nickname for John? And I say, Jack. It is a traditional nickname for John. I don't like. Uh, like I said, went for a while. My best friend was Bo. His name was Francis. And I said, I don't. I don't get it. Like I said, I I can be friends with you. I just don't get it. Like, how do you get from Francis to Bo? And Jack from John, you could say, well, it's the same, I'd say it's the same number of letters. How's that a nickname, you know? Uh, so Penelope, I'd say uh, Pel-Pel, which doesn't exactly, that would be more of like a really like family dinnertime nickname. You say, hey, hey Pel-Pel, like a, like a best friend, uh, Pals, I guess I'd call it, like, if I had a child named Penelope, uh, or, you know, some sort of, uh, romantic relationship, I'd call it Pals, uh, I'd say Pals Bells, uh, oh, well, Pals, I guess we'll have to, uh, scooch left to, uh, you know, tell you another boring story. So, yeah, if you do know, reach out to me during the day. Let me know if you, if you are a Penelope, what your nickname is. I mean, not that you need one. We just say, well, sometimes I like to be in an informal situation, or you know, I I, I don't have three syllables to spare, uh, and I I don't want to call you pal just because I say, well, what are you going for a grant? That's the only thing I think of when I think of a pal, because I think I had to apply for those. So, um, anyway, I don't I don't know what I was talking about, but I think like here's the thing, Penelope's. I think it's one thing we could all agree on. Penelope's got to write a number of syllables for that name. And I'd say it's a great, great, uh, I don't know. Uh, but I could tell you what, I'm glad you're here. And I really want to goof around. And I would posit that while I was pondering the name Penelope, the proper noun Penelope, pondering Penelope, there you go. I don't know, uh, the Penelope Cruz story uh, we, we, I think it would be better, like, for somebody that's like, uh, Penel- like, it'd be better if it was like uh, Penelope's cousin or sibling. Uh, pondering Penelope, you know, my life is, is the sister of a movie star or something. And I could write it, believe me, if you want me to ghostwrite it, I could even imagine, I can write, I'm really good at writing imaginary. I'm actually better at reading fictional autobiographies and biographies, but uh, I think I could do that one. Pondering Penelope. Maybe that's already been, I think it was probably like another one is probably made into a movie, but it was pondering somebody else. Uh, but I don't know. But how about Poirot? Is it Poirot? Uh, I forget Poirot. Uh, that could be one. 
I think, can you do me a favor, anybody, let's just lock that in. What rule? What rule, right? I forgot, I forgot how to pronounce it already, but what rule? Uh, but anyway, <laughs> this went off the rails. I, I almost wrapped it up in a bow, and now I've lost the uh, Agatha Christie contingent. So you're always helpful, actually. They say, I have been corrected in the past, and I've misused that. And I said, okay, that's how you say it. It's just that part of my brain went bye-bye. Went off to dreamland, became goo to enable me to make this podcast. So whether you're Penelope or you're just, you know, not, you're not, whether you're Penelopean or you're Simulian or you're just having trouble falling asleep, I'm here to help. And I really hope I do. I'm glad you're here. I work very hard. I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. And here's a few ways we keep the show going. All right. Uh, welcome to another episode of uh, Nuns in Space. The Stan, the Stan Chronicles Nuns in Space, uh, episode five, I believe. Uh, though it's a serial episodic modular story. I guess technically last week was semi-serialized because it did end on a pillow, a pillow fluffer instead of a cliffhanger. Uh, but uh, if you're new or you need catching up, uh, Nuns in Space is uh, the tale of uh, a space pilot named Scooter and his sidekick, uh, freestyle soda machine, also advanced level, uh, you know, best friend, uh, droid, you know, uh, something, uh, Stan. And let's see if I can catch you up on season one and into season two. So season one, can like, here, here's what happened. Historically, not that long in the future, Earth is exposed to outer space. Uh, meaning space, you know, all the ships, all the other worlds and beings out there say, hey, Earth is ready for us. Or, oh, we, we didn't notice you there behind that moon. It was just an angle thing. We couldn't see you. Yeah, welcome to the community of outer space or us. You know, let's all be friends, and you know, we, you know, some some of us barter, some of us do use you know credits or money. Let's do things together. Let's get to know one another. And so that happened, and obviously it's a big adjustment for everyone. Let me see. Wait, wait a second. That stuff is wait. You can uh, you could fly to other galaxies and stuff like that. Great. Is there anything like the movies? Well, they would know. I I don't. You know, that's a. Uh, Part of the st- their story, uh, but I don't know if you've ever, uh, you know, said, "Well, maybe I'm not ready for that." And I don't know if that's exactly what happened, but you know, for a few years or some time period, unspecified time period, I wasn't supposed to specify. Uh, Earth and space, you know, they were, you know, going back and forth, people visiting, people going, coming and going, uh, stuff. It then suddenly, around the planet Earth, which we we live on. Uh, there, it was surrounded by a cloud of delusion, which once again separated Earth from space in a more uh, concrete way. And the cloud of delusion is kind of like a thick cloud you couldn't go through, like a bunch of fog. But obviously, if you're determined enough to get through fog, you could figure, you know, you could say, well, I got a foghorn, I got feelers, I can get through it. The cloud of delusion was like that, but uh, really almost nearly impenetrable. Uh, anyone that would go into the cloud, even computers, uh, for the most part, would experience some sort of delusion and get lost in the cloud, not make it through. 
eventually, and that really got in the way. Like, there's people from outer space on Earth to say, hey, I got to go see, you know, I got to go do stuff. I had a date yesterday. Uh, or you say, hey, I got a shipment of ice cream. It's sitting around. It's got to go to uh, Venus 44. You know, they love Rocky Road there. And so everyone was trying to figure it out. Eventually they found out that a tiny, tiny sliver of uh, the Earth's population was just uh, like either genetically predisposed to to, to delusion or just delusional enough or just familiar enough with delusion uh, to make it through the cloud with a lot of work. And those few people became... uh, uh, pilots, much like a harbor pilot, they would take a ship from Earth to through the cloud to a space station. Actually, it's two space stations, technically. And obviously, they could, could command top dollar, and they get, you know, that started to work. And Scooter, our hero, uh, quote unquote, uh, was one of those people with a sidekick Stan. And uh, eventually, what happened was Scooter, um, he had his adventure in season one with the nuns from his childhood. And you could check it out. Um, and that was season one. Season two ended with Scooter and the nuns from his childhood back in the cloud of delusion, stuck there. Uh, even Scooter couldn't get out. I don't know if the delusion's thicker or... Um, I guess, yeah, let's just say that for the time being. Too, too thick for Scooter to even get out of. Uh, nuns were in cryosleep, so, you know, because they didn't know how long they were going to be there. Eventually, they met up with a salvage ship uh, called the, the Cali Drogo, and they landed on that salvage ship. Then, last episode, we found out, oh, wait, or maybe two episodes ago, we found out, hey, this ship actually has a, ca- a crew and a captain named uh, Raybon. And Raybon and the crew said, well, we'd like our ship back, and you're in big trouble for trying to take our ship, uh, Scooter. And so they returned to the ship. Scooter thought he had them uh, handled, but it ended up the nuns woke up from cryosleep and uh, turned the tables on Scooter and Stan. And so that's where the episode, that's where we're at, is we're still in the cloud of delusion. I mean, clearly, uh, that's where his podcast exists as well. Yeah, but Scoot and Stan are—they're uh, in the brig. You'll find that out in a few minutes. Uh, yeah, waiting to find out, you know, what's going to happen. And but you know, everything's going fine. You know, they get along like roses, and uh, you know, they, they, like roses and thorns. But thorns are part of roses. So maybe that's not that bad. Best example, but uh, yeah, here's our uh, Hollywood big shot intro- introducer, uh, right on time. Right, right as rain, right on time. Also portraying Pablo Picasso, I think, or Salvador Dali. Uh, in a wonderful, yeah, Antonio Banderas. Banderas. Never mind. The so, so ladies, the so gentlemen, the so boys, the so girls, uh, the so friends beyond the binary. It's time for another episode of Nuns in space that's great thanks antonio good to see you You look great uh you ready to play some quicks or some other board game can you sit comfortable sitting in my kitchen for about uh, 75 minutes and waiting for me uh, my friend i think i will take a nap okay go for it uh, uh, may, may i listen to the recording of the podcast
Actually, yeah, you never asked me that. Wow, Antonio. Wow. Uh, Antonio Banderas, everybody. Nuns in space. It's Banderas. Okay, d- thanks, everybody. Uh, hey, pen pal, I've been working with, we're in the brig here, and I'm working with Stan and uh, pen pal of mine, dearest pen pal. Uh, we're in the brig, and we'll, don't worry, pen pal. Stan's going to be an artist. We have some uh, things we've been working on. And you could listen in because uh, we're going to be going through stands, uh, brainstorming. But don't worry, pen pal. You'll be get, if you're getting this message, you're getting it good because we're you know I'm on my way. Well, I don't know if I'm on my way anywhere, but uh, don't worry, pen pal. pal. Oh, pal of mine, pen, pen, penning, making the reason I pen things without a pen, but with my voice. So dear pen pal, I'll I'll be in touch soon. Listen to me and Stan. Okay, Stan, let's start off with uh, five grievances with the higher power. Uh, like, do, do you have your five grievances? Cause, uh, oh, sco- sco- okay, sco- 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 okay, Scooter, I do. Okay, number one, why, if I was born or in, re- reincarnated, or uh, my consciousness, why did my consciousness spring into existence in a soda machine, a free show soda machine, even a freestyle one? Okay, Stan, that's a good one. What's number two? Uh, a dear higher power. Scooter, could I do it like I'm... It's kind of uncomfortable having grievances with the higher power. Okay, go ahead, Stan. Dear higher power. Uh, Scooter, I use strong language in this one. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I think the higher power can handle it, Stan. Uh, when in the heck was I, was I born, uh, higher power? And why didn't I have some, like, a parent said that, you know, why can't why couldn't I have chosen that? Uh, I realize no one gets to choose it, but, you know, it's, it's still a grievance, a higher power. Stan, that's very, uh, that's a very common one. I'm sure even, I wonder if we did that. I wonder, uh, Stan, do you think there's an anthropologist in space? Scooter, of course there are. Okay, great. What's number three? A higher power, why, why do I, am I limited like, I'm just a freestanding soda machine. Not really freestyle, because I can't walk around. And I don't have taste buds or a mouth. Uh, I mean, I have things that I've used like that, higher power. Also, arms would have been nice. Uh, so I don't know if this is one or more. It is just one grievance, higher power. Why just a freestyle soda machine? Also, higher power, I've been getting curious about, you know, Scooter always says the autoerotic thing. I can't say... So it's a grievance, higher power. Whew, Stan, wow. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was wondering when we were going to finally talk about that. Well, it's just not fair, Scooter. Stan, I agree with you 100%. Uh, uh, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Sorry, Stan, it's just a little bit of... Uh, what's number four? Uh, Scooter, what's up with this uh, higher power? What's up with this friggin' cloud? Why are we stuck here in this cloud? Why is the cloud of delusion even there? Well, Stan, I can't answer for the higher power, but, you know, to help you become an artist is the current reason we're giving ourselves. Scooter, it's still a grievance with the higher power. Okay, uh, what's the last one, Stan? Well, Scooter, it was not easy for me to limit these down. Uh, But I had to put one in for you, Scooter, in case the higher power is, like, listening, like you said, and saying, well... So I had to counteract that autoerotic thing, Scooter. Okay, Stan, what is it? 
Oh, higher power. What's up with Scooter? How how come Scooter's like he is? Uh, I mean, he's made some mistakes, but Jeepers Creepers higher power. Uh, he's not perfect, but he's pretty okay. Uh, so I'm not sure. I has, I, I'm not sure I have a specific grievance other than to say, what's up with that? You know, give a Scooter. Okay, thanks, thanks, Stan. Thanks, Higher Power, for listening to that. But we got other. I know you're being for all the other stuff too. Okay, Stan. Next up is your ten forbidden joys. Uh, if, if, you know what I mean, Scooter. I do because you told me fifteen times. Yeah, well, we're here. We don't know how long we're going to be in here. We got to keep your artistry moving forward. This is week five of our work together. Okay, Scooter. Uh, spraying soda is one thing I would like to do that I'm not allowed to do because it causes sticky stuff and people don't like it. Uh, two, kissing Scooter, clearly, uh, uh, from my grievances, you'd say, well, I'm forbidden and prevented from kissing. I'd like to, Scooter, I'd also like to run, but not just to run, but to play. You know, play tag, Scooter, that'd be a forbidden joy. Especially those night tag games you, when in the summertime when you were a kid. Like, those sounded really fun. I know you never played Kick the Can, but Kick the Can type variants, to Scooter. Whew, Stan, man, maybe you, could, maybe you could kick, I'd love to indulge in those memories more. Uh, Scooter, I'd also uh, like to take a bath, uh, particularly like an oil bath, like C-3PO did in that Star Wars Hope movie. Well, that's that, that makes sense, Stan. Uh, what else? A scooter, I'd like to go swimming, but not just be in the water, like kind of like tag. I would like to play Marco Polo, too. Uh, another one, Scooter, I'd like is to eat pizza, eat, be able to eat pizza, because that seems pretty great. Uh, scooter, I'd like to give someone a hug, maybe even you. Uh, scooter, I'd like to have my own family. Uh, like have, I'd also like to go to a job and have a first day of work. Okay, is that 10, Stan? Uh, scooter, I, I, I think it probably we could say it's 10. Okay, Stan, this is a, they call this one, uh, Julie Cameron calls this the, the Virtue Trap Quiz. Uh, so just answer these ones I didn't give you ahead of time, so you got to answer it on the spot. But Scooter Hearst is a workbook, so wouldn't I have done, had time? This is just a, because we're, stand, please. Okay, Scooter. Uh, so the biggest lack in my life is uh, love, Scooter. The greatest joy in my life is um, saving Scooter. Uh, the biggest uh, time commitment I have is saving Scooter. Okay. Uh. As I play more, I work uh, differently. I feel guilty that I am always a saving scooter. Uh, I worry that I won't be around to a safe scooter. Wow, Stan, really difficult being friends with me, huh? Why don't you have any grievances? Uh, scooter, I'm just, you, just, you just told me just to answer. Okay, you're you're not you're right. You're right. Uh, you're right. If my dreams come true, my family will. A scooter. I, I would have a family, uh, but I would be afraid that, uh, uh, like, uh, if my dreams came true, you wouldn't need me. You, you would think I wouldn't need you, and you wouldn't need me, or something. Scooter. 
Okay, so two different fam. Like if you ha- if your dreams came true and you had a family, we- then we might not need each other. Is that what you're saying? Iskura, that's what I'm saying. Wow, that's okay. Uh, I sabotage myself uh, so tr- people will treat me uh, Scooter as an equal being uh, with dignity and respect. Okay, I get okay, okay. If I let myself feel it, I'm angry that Scooter takes all the credit when I save him. Okay, f- fair enough. I, I, fair enough. Okay, last one. One reason I get sad is... Uh, without Scooter, I might be alone, and uh, no one else really gets me like you do, Scooter. I mean, and treats me the way you do. Yeah, that's why I stand we're best friends. Uh, not perfect, you know, clearly being best friends with imperfect beings not easy for you. Uh, but let's move on to something nicer, Stan. Okay, Scooter. Uh, this is 19 Wishes. Uh, go. Okay, Scooter, I'd like to go to college. I'd like to live in a dorm. Uh, Scooter, I'd like to make make L-O-V-E. Also, Scooter, I'd like to do that to so, like the auto way we were talking about. I'd like to parachute, Scooter. I'd like to do dishes. I would like to live in a world without a cloud of delusion. Uh, Scooter, I'd like to be there when you and your pen pal reunite, if that could be possible. Uh, Scooter, I'd like to have a lot of a party, have a party and have lots of friends and have lots of friends at the party. Uh, I'd like Scooter, I'd like to go to a dance or prom. And also a separate would probably is that I'd like to go to high school or, you know, and probably grammar school too, Scooter. Uh, Scooter, also I'd like to, uh, have my value system like you based on TV sitcoms that I watched as a child. Or movies, like have my creative ideas only based on, you know, I say, well, this here's a problem I'm facing. Have I seen it solved in a movie? Well, here's what high school's like for Ricky Schroeder. It probably will be like that, just like that for me. Oh, here's how Zach Morris deals with things. So, Scooter, I'd like that. Really, really, Scooter, to wish. Okay, well, wouldn't wish that. Okay, what else, Sam? Scooter, I'd like to cry until my nose runs. I'd like to skin my knee. I'd like to have a phobia, Scooter. And I'd love to catch a cold. Okay, here they come with our, my meal again, Stan. Yes, hello. Uh, uh, I go, so something. Uh, go, hello. Oh, thanks for my uh, spaghettios and mac and cheese again. Cold. Hilarious. Thank you. Scooter, there's a Twinkie in there, too. Yeah, they mashed that up in there. Anyway, Stan, I think that was powerful work we were doing. Um, I'm just going to, like, uh, uh, wolf this down. Why don't you think about, uh, like, the past couple of weeks we've been through and how we're going to stay in here and unwind while I eat this Twinkie, Mac, and SpaghettiO. Uh, Scooter, I was going to, I wish I had something to whittle in here, Scooter. Well, you could use your imagination. Here's another thing, Stan. I was thinking when your your wishes and your things, like, uh, you could do these dishes. Well, Scooter, I don't, I can't do the dishes. Uh, well, Stan, I think you're being limiting yourself. Like, let's think about this. Like, we don't have dish soap in here, but I still do the dishes every day. Uh, and how, how do I do it? Uh, scooter, you use water and you scrub it with your thumb. 
Right. I mean, my other, my palm too, but my thumb is the best at getting the, um, yeah, getting, I feel like it gets the plate clean. And at least I can tell myself that, uh, the friction for my thumb, I mean, I'm only one using these dishes anyway. So let's think about the things we listed. Like, could, could you spray the dishes with soda to clean them? No scooter, that would make them sticky. What about with just soda water, like sparkling water? Scooter, that wouldn't work. Uh, what about air, like CO2 or something? Scooter, no. Uh, what about freezing them in your ice maker or something? Scooter, that might work, but I would have to take it. I, I don't think it would. I'm, scooter, that wouldn't work. It, I mean, conceptually, it would work, but no. Uh, what about rejecting the ideas that dishes have that they're e- even not clean? Scooter, and take it. What if you just drain all the joy right out of the, the dishes so they just, oh, everything falls off them? A scooter, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's very funny. And you're not being fair, Scooter. You're right, Stan. I just like I'm running out of ideas here. And we are like, I can sense they're going to reach a decision about things. Uh, well, anyway, Stan, so you're fan. I tried to get you to fantasize. You're fantasizing or you're thinking about whittling. Like, what if you whittle with your imagination? What would, could you uh, do something? Like, we've been talking about your ability to daydream and contemplate and feel things and fantasize. And that's an important part of that other thing you're interested in. I mean, if we're going to figure out the other obstacles to that, you still have to, uh, you know, live in your imagination. And I know we've been trying to work on tweaking those algorithms uh, in between the, like, uh, functioning and non-functioning, in between the ones and zeros, Stan, Scooter, right, of course, you're so right. You really have a grasp of how, uh, you know, binary languages work. Right, I do mean, I have, okay, so uh, just think about it. I mean, now we're both rejecting each other's ideas, so we're definitely being, not human, but human-like. Well, Scooter, it's just confusing all of those things for me. Okay, well, what if I was sitting here with a Stan and a Stan was smiling, uh, relaxed, uh, soda machine, yeah, and we're here sitting on this concrete bed, side of my bed, you know, my back aching from putting you in the top bunk and then getting you back down. Uh, what, do, what would you uh, do? Scooter, I don't think this is a good use of our resources. We've got to figure out our plan. Okay, no. Okay, where here we are, inefficiently using your resources, uh, fantasizing, daydreaming, relaxing, thinking about sitcoms and movies. Uh, what what do you see Stan doing there? Maybe it's from a movie or something. Scooter, it, oh, you scooter! I forgot one of my wishes was to swing like. Uh, remember in Goonies with Chunk and Sloth. Uh, Okay, that noted. Was that what you were thinking about? Scooter did pop in, but I was thinking about uh, playing the harmonica. I think that might be from a movie too, Scooter. Okay, tell me more, Stan. Uh, Scooter, this is a harmonica I made out of a salvage, and I'm sitting here playing a tune for the two of us to pass the time. Okay, that's great. Uh, You're really blown on that thing, huh, Stan? Real toe-tapper.
Scooter, more a little bit mellow uh, because we got I got to play for a while to pass the time. Also, you talk less when I play it, and I have a little forlorn song going about our woe. Okay, I like it. I can. Uh, I'm enjoying you playing the harmonica right now, Stan. Really, uh, yeah. Well, Scooter, it's just an imaginary activity. Well, Stan, maybe, but have you ever taken imagination to the next level? Because, uh, Scooter, are you can not now. No, no, no. But you can fake the harmonica. Like, I can do it in the back of my throat here. Uh, it doesn't sound so much like a harmonica, but I'll be like, eh, you know, I make a noise. Uh, Scooter, okay, you're going to make a noise from the back of your throat. Well, it's kind of between the back of my throat, my upper palate, and my uh, my sinuses. And I guess just get it vibrating. Okay, Scooter, what's your point? Well, I was just thinking maybe you could, don't you, what if you vibrate like your ice, dispen- like your the ice paddle? Like, isn't that have like just surrounded in rubber? That's kind of like your upper palates. Here, feel the back of my, my nostrils. I'll, I'll just talk in nonsense like I'm playing uh, harmonica. It was Scooter. It does have a little vibration to it. So use your ice flapper. Well, Scooter, it's an, it's, it is called an ice paddle, but uh, ice flapper. Scooter, I'm, I'm, I'm vibrating in my ice paddle. Oh, yeah, Stan, I can feel it already. And you can talk at the same time. Well, Scooter, it's two different separate parts of me. Okay, well, it feels like I'm getting like a, like when I sonically got my teeth cleaned almost. Oh, Scooter, let me go a little bit deeper for the forlorn parts. Uh, hey, Stan, what, what, could you, do you think you could focus it on the dishes? So let me put the dishes in the sink and let me just see if you get... Scooter, like, sonically clean the dishes like your teeth. Yeah, because they're vibrating there in the sink. Okay, Scooter, let me focus it on there. Stan, you're cleaning the dishes. Scooter, this was... uh, Scooter, was that my bucket list? Can I kick this off my bucket list? Yes, Stan, you you can. Look at the... Everything's just so so, so vibrating right off the dishes. So, oh, here comes Sister Mary Ellen. Hold on. Oh, hi, Sister Mary Ellen. How are you feeling? You've been awake for a while. Uh, yes, well, 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 uh, Scooter and Stan, uh, uh, what are you doing? Were you in here tapping your toes to music that doesn't exist and not surprised at all? Sister, you look so, uh, uh, balanced. Uh, Like, don't you need to get back in bed? It'll be because, uh, get some sleep, uh, because I'm just worried. The, The cloud is very strong where we are, sister. I don't know. If you, you know, Raybon and them probably don't have your best, uh, oh, well, we've made an arrangement with Raybon and the crew. And uh, I just wanted to give you a little update. Personally, wanted to deliver it because you have a few choices to make. Now, Stan, you're welcome to join us, uh, the sisters and I, and Raybon and Raybon's crew. You can join us as is. There would just be a few small changes to, to some of your administrative permissions to make sure you would play along. Yeah, or you could be salvaged to stand. Uh, you know, for part we could find your essential parts. Uh, so you could decide between those two things, Stan. Now, Scooter, uh, we do. We still are trying to conserve all of our water and food. And we figured with you awake, and not only would it get on all of our nerves. Uh, 
So we're going to put you in. We have one ship that uh, Raybon and the crew have decided they could leave. Uh, and uh, we're going to put you in that ship scooter. And we're going to remove. Of course, we'll remove the engine and everything because we can't have you tagging along. Uh, Sister, Scooter's your commanding officer. Uh, and uh, you, we need Scooter, by the way, Sister. Oh, we did at one point need him saying thank you, but we're on a different ship. The Kali Drogos uh, commanding officer is Ray Bon. So, Scooter, we're going to give you a couple choices. And actually, Stan, the funny thing is your choices will impact Scooter's choices. Now, Scooter, we could put you in a nice cryopod, and you could get in that ship and rest, and then you wouldn't have to worry about it. We'll leave you with uh, uh, plenty of fluids and everything. And you could be out there for a while. And uh, uh, Stan, if you play along, we'll even leave a beacon and, and keep an eye on Scooter for you. And eventually, maybe as you work with us, uh, you could get command of your own vessel and go back and pick Scooter up. Oh, or, you know, Scooter, you could be difficult and Stan, you could be too. And, and I think, you know, so make a decision. I'll be back uh uh, and uh, we'll, 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 I'll see what you, you – why don't you go back to your toe-tapping routine and uh, whatever it was talking about dishes. Thank you. Scooter, this uh, Scooter. Okay, Stan, calm down. Uh, you go back to playing your harmonica. Let's, let's soothe ourselves here. Okay, Scooter. Stan, did you notice anything? Uh, uh, Scooter, the, the, that uh, sister's a very good negotiator. Okay, Stan, anything else like uh, Raybon and Raybon's crew, we were surprised to encounter them. Let's do it like a test, Stan. In the scooter, in the cloud. Right. And that led us to the belief, uh, common sense belief, uh, scooter, that they were resistant to delusion. Yes, and uh, that... um, uh, would, would we and you, did you notice that uh, sister seemed scooter uh, non delusional? Right. Uh, so, what does that mean? A scooter just means uh, scooter. I, what if I just go with you? Uh, like I'll just tell sister. You know what? Put me on the ship with scooter. Uh, no, 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 Stan, that's not going to work. Scooter, I'm going to tell sister, I'm going to make, I'm going to start making noise and keep keep playing the harmonica, Stan. No, Scooter, I'm going to go with you. No, Stan, don't worry. Don't worry about it. Uh, uh, just keep playing the music. Uh, it's going to, let's just keep going here. Keep, keep vibrating those dishes. Keep soothing ourselves. And uh, just sit alone with the idea. Stan, you could just go. Uh, Stan, it's going to be fine. You'll, they'll put me on that ship, and then you'll go along with them. And then eventually you can come back and get me. Scooter, come on. What you, Stan, Scooter, I've seen enough movies to know how this. Scooter, they, they're not really negotiating in fair trade or whatever. Okay, Stan, that may be true. Scooter, they're not going to, Scooter, they're going to, there's not going to be a beacon to find my way back to your ship, and they're not going to let me work with them if they change my administrative positions. Now, Stan, but what I'll do is, um, maybe I'll just like, uh, I'll figure, I'll figure out a plan. I'll be on that ship. I'll wake up. You go along with them, and then I'll wake up on the ship. I'll figure it out, and I'll come back and get you.
It's that easy. Scooter, no. Well, Stan, here's the other thing I noticed is that uh, they need you. Like, they clearly need you for something. I'm not sure what it is, either to run the ship or to do something involved in their plans. Scooter, why do you say that? Well, because they said they would, like, because otherwise they would just put you, if they did, why would they keep you? A scooter, I'm pretty much unprecedented piece of technology. Right, but why wouldn't they just either salvage you or put you on the ship with me? A scooter, they may like me. Okay, that is possible, but but, uh, I think it's more likely that they need you for something, and fully functioning, you'd be best able to deliver that for them. Okay, scooter, so what's your point? Uh, So you do have some negotiating leverage, so just leave me on that ship, it'll be fine. And also, just to make sure you get my message, you got all my messages to my pen pal, right? The scooter, I do. Well, just get my messages to my pen pal then. Uh, scooter. Well, Steen, you just got to be, you find your inner artist. It'll be fine. It's going to be, it's going to be great. The scooter, no, we need to become artists right now and find a plan right now. Okay. Um, well, uh, what, what would your plan be? Well, Scooter, you noticed that Sister and uh, is, seems to be resistant to the cloud right now. And so I was thinking with the other things we talked about uh, in the dishwashing, I'm going to, uh, let me see if I can get, uh, Stan, are you going to sonic, Scooter, yes, I'm going to sonically get into the computer and see what I can notice or see if I can notice Okay, Scooter, I'm sensing it. It is, I can do a two-way vibration here, like some sort of sympathetic thing. Uh, Stan, kind of like a vibe-fi or something. A Scooter, a bit like it. So there, there is some sort of devices on the sister. She's still, she's just down the hall. I can feel it on her. Scooter, I'm trying to get into the computer, but it, right now it's, uh, I'm locked out. I, I can't log in. Okay, Stan. So let me see. What, it, like, uh... What do you sense about the device his sister's wearing on her? Well, it's, uh, what's, uh, uh, let me call, is, is, excuse me, sister, sister, we're, we're ready. Are, can you hear me? We're ready to make a choice. Uh, Scooter, I like how you uh, directed your voice without raising it. Yeah, it bounced off that wall. Oh, hi, sister. Stan's ready. Uh, we decided to go along with your plan. Oh, really, Stan? Sister, I'll go along with your plan and help you as long as I can. Ha- at the end, I can have my ship, a ship, and go get Scooter. Of course, Stan. As long as you do everything we need to do, uh, we will allow you to return Scooter and come get to get, get him. Okay, they, me and Scooter need to hug and say goodbye, though, sister. So uh, please give us a moment. Okay, Stan, I will. Okay, Scooter, it's definitely some sort of device. Uh, it's, uh, it, I can't, Scooter, I can't figure out what it's doing, though. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's creating, it's like creating its own, it's strange, Scooter, it doesn't make any sense. It's creating its own field of delusion around Sister's, uh, uh, her synapses and things. Okay. Like, it's almost like earphone, like blasting a Scooter. What do you mean? Well, like, noise-canceling earphones, uh. They broadcast no- the same noise outward, uh, like so. Is it canceling the delusion, like noise canceling earphones? Scooter, I, Scooter, did you try to invent that? 
no stand. Someone else invented noise canceling earphones, and they did try to uh, use the technology to 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 do that for the Collider Delusion. It just would never take. But Raybon and the crew, they must have, they must have figured it out somehow. It was because it must have used a real cloud delusion. Scooter, you're right. It's it's some sort of delusion generator. Okay, that's good. Okay, so um, let's see. I mean, one of the things they were always worried about was leakage. Uh, even when it was a foe, they were trying to replicate the clouded delusion. And it generates its own delusional field. So let's see um, if you could do, to channel your vibrations and just create a small... Uh, let's just start with Sister since she's close by. Try to create a small break in the field. Like even if you break her field generator, then some cloud delusion should leak in. Scooter, okay, I'm trying. What should we do next? Okay, well, um, uh, yeah. So we're just main. Okay, so she's gonna it's gonna start kicking in just a little bit. Let's not do anything too much. Okay, and then start your vibrations. Let's start a vibrational story supplement. Uh, we're we're going to try to influence our delusions within the breaks. Okay, Scooter, how are we going to do uh, uh, do that? Okay, so, so make a song that kind of has some positive feelings in there, is some security, overconfidence, uh, that all her plan, all their plans are working all as well. Use the kind of same positive memories we were just talking about. Okay, Scooter, Scooter, here, here comes Sister, though. Ah, Stan and Scooter, uh, so good to see you. Uh, I'm very excited about the prom. Uh, are, are you two going to the prom? Uh, yeah, um, uh, we were thinking about it, Sister, but we're kind of in here and also... Uh, they do, I heard the prom was like the best kind of prom. It was like a no date prom. Is that true? Oh, it is. We're so excited. It's going to be everyone uh, with everyone together. So you don't need a date to, to go to the prom. Oh, sister, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing you. Are you going to get your, uh, like, are you going to have an updo or a downdo? Oh, I, 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 I am going to have an updo. And sister, are you going to have a, um, um, uh, a, bo- a boutonniere or a bouquet. I will, ha- I, I, you know, we're not going to have flowers uh, because we're going just for fun. Oh, wow, sister. I cannot wait for this. Um, sister, you know, the hair the hair salon's like right in that room over there. Uh, oh, yes, where the janitor's closet used to be. I'm going to go and get my hair done and uh, I'll see you two later. Okay, thanks, sister. So go- Oh, sister, you know what? Uh, Weirdest thing, uh, we're locked, uh, instead of being locked out of my car, we're locked in my car. Can you unlock the doors from the outside? Oh, yeah, I didn't realize you guys were, uh, what's your guys' favorite class? Um, what's yours? Oh, uh, math? Oh, yes, totally. Uh, I gotta get my dance shoes ready. Uh, oh, your appointment, sister. Uh, Just, okay, let me let, let me punch this coat and let you out. Okay, sister, you go get your haircut. We'll see you in a bit. Uh, Scooter, the door's unlocked. Okay, let's just stay here, though. Sister's going to go get her hair done. 
Okay, Stan, I want you to start to uh, start to spread it. Use the ship itself to vibrate. Um, and, uh, uh, oh, wait a second. She used her code. It was, uh, uh, Scooter, I, I observed what code she used. Okay, try to use it to log into the ship's computer. Scooter, it's working. Okay, terrific. Yeah, she was their computer expert, so they figured they would need her. Okay, we're in great shape now, Stan. So start to spread the delusion very low level to all the crew except for Raybon. And just give them this confidence and whatever the subconscious that's leaking in. Stan, your subconscious is really doing good. Scooter, now it's bubbled to my consciousness. I'm really excited about having a prom. Okay, we'll see. Make sure everyone views me as Raybon, except for Raybon. And they view you now as one of their crew. Their plan succeeded. And with Raybon, it just barely, oh, maybe you don't even need to open up the delusion. Like, uh, maybe make it so that uh, the crew realizes that Raybon, oh, you know what, Stan? Maybe you let the crew see Raybon as Raybon really is. I bet you Raybon's using the delusion generators. Scooter, I'm seeing some programming right along those lines. They see Raybon in a much more positive light than is true. Okay, so let them start to think about the prom as they see Raybon in Raybon's true light, and then if they would want Raybon at the prom. Scooter, I don't understand what your plan is. Okay, then they're going to not tell Raybon about the prom. We don't even have to mess with Raybon's delusions. Raybon will start to wonder what they're planning without Raybon. And uh, this will hopefully all culminate in... in uh, Scooter, is this one from... Have you seen this one before? No, that's the only thing. I, I, here's, what, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a prom. So I want you to start to get the flight deck ready. You know, let Raybon's crew get excited too. And all the sisters, uh, and uh, we'll, we'll get get everybody prepping from you know leaving their stations to get ready for the prom. Rayban will be confused. Scooter, I'm getting. Uh, I'm going to have streamers and balloons. Uh, okay, Stan. So you're you're using the salvage. So Stan, uh, can you check the inventory? I'm looking for a certain piece of salvaging equipment. Uh, scooter, which piece of equipment? Uh, Stan, it looks like this. Oh, Scooter, what are you thinking? Stan, I think I want you ready for the prom too, buddy, for dancing at the prom. Oh, Scooter, this is exciting, so I'll be dancing at the prom. Scooter, uh, can I wear a tuxedo? Uh, Stan, you can. If it's a, if it's crafted of delusion, you can wear a tuxedo. Scooter, can I plan out the rest of the prom? Stan, you can. You get all the prom things ready, and I'm just going to prep a couple things because you're going to make a. You're going to. We're going to have a thingamajig, so you get ready to start the prom. Start the prom, um, and uh, maybe I could. Uh, yeah, get everything decorated. Scooter, what do you think? Scooter, what do you think the theme should be for the prom? Under the sea. Uh, no, Stan, come on. Oh, Scooter, you're right. A dream in the clouds. Uh, okay, that sounds great, Stan. The Scooter, do you get it, though? Oh, yeah, Stan, that's funny, actually. Yeah, I didn't realize it. Uh, okay, Scooter, so uh, I'll see you at the prom. Okay, don't forget about punch balls. Um, and, uh, yeah, like, uh, let's see. 
Yeah, I think that's it. I only know that Sobol or whatever from uh, Raybon's crew. So just get everybody excited. Date-free prom. Scooter, I may have my first kiss at this prom. Okay, don't do any of the auto stuff. Or probably let's just let's hold off on expectations and let's just try to have fun. Oh, Scooter, uh, that'll be my primary objective. Okay, that would be great. My primary objective is going to be a little bit different, but uh, that's great. I'll see you at the proms, Stan. Okay, Scooter, I can't wait. Uh, hey, pen pal, it's me. Uh, good news. Hey, sorry, I had to run around and do some stuff. Uh, but you would have been so proud. Stan, our Stan, oh, Stan of ours. Uh, he really is growing and evolving, pen pal. And his plan went great. Uh, it wasn't exactly a run-of-the-mill prom. I don't know if there ever is. Uh, but it was like... Uh, I mean, there was some dancing and standing around and awkward looks at first. Uh, and Stan was playing like an MC DJ. And I was uh, cloaked as Raybon as a, um, what are those things called? Uh, where you shoot with chaperone. So everybody was kind of looking at me side-eyed. Uh, but then Stan, I was also changing to a student and a guest at times, yeah. But Stan, it was the first prom I'd been to where there was Duck, Duck, Goose, and Tag, and Marco Polo, and also a dishwashing contest, Ben Pal. It was cool. It was a fun, it was, I said, these should be at all proms. I don't know if they're like, uh, why they aren't. Duck, Duck, Goose, especially, because that one, it kind of is stimulating a little bit. You say, am I going to be picked? Ooh, I was picked. Oof, run around. Uh, there was also a, whittle, a whittling station. And uh, Stan did want to have a, you had to put Nick's a kissing booth. They said, Stan, we don't have time for everything. Uh, sorry, no kissing booth. And then the prom was going to uh, culminate as a prom. So every prom needs a, a climactic moment uh, at the prom for everyone together. And Stan had that, which was uh, that it was going to be like a, a not a dance off, but a fun dance party. I don't know what Stan called it. Fun dancing, he called it. And everyone that danced and had fun would be prom royalty, like immediately. Now, there was only really eight people at the prom. There eight, four sisters, four of Raybon's crew, and Stan and I. But I was actually playing Raybon as a chaperone. And Stan made this big announcement, and then he said, ladies and gentlemen, I need to change into my boogie threads. And then Stan, well, that part was like a little bit, uh, everyone was kind of like so excited because then I had to roll Stan off on the dolly. And right after I took Stan off the stage, like Stan went channel wide, and Raybon showed up uh, right right when like it was just like a loop let's get ready to dance stan saying that over and over with dj music and first raybon didn't see me because i was kind of the chaperone was standing in the background and raybon showed up and was like uh beside themselves saying what is going on here uh like like kind of berating the crew why why are they having a party why wasn't raybon invited what is this uh prom uh, you know, what, like just a lot of uh, not happy at all. I mean, I think particularly deep down for not being invited. But then also it kind of did seem ludicrous that the entire crew and their new crew with the nuns was having a prom. 
And who authorized this? Holy mackerel, but not, you know, much stronger language. Uh, pushed over the punch bowl, uh, which everyone said, well, you should have got here for the dish cleaning contest if you're going to, you know, mess, mess it up or whatever. And then Stan actually had the DJ thing remote. So Stan said, is everyone ready to dance? And then Rayvon said, there's no more dancing. Who is that? Uh, then Raybon saw me. And but meanwhile, Stan was totally in the A-game. As soon as Raybon saw me, he started uh, thinking. He said, so let's dance. Dance like, you're jo- like there's joy in your heart or dance with the joy in your hearts. Let's all be prom royalty tonight. Uh, and music started. It was, it was, I don't even know what it was because obviously I was more focused on Raybon. And uh, Raybon, but it was like dance floors packed. I was dancing out of Raybon's way. Ray, you know, it's a little bit slapsticky. Raybon trying to catch me. Uh, you know, Raybon definitely has more skills than me, but I was able to move around enough until swinging in like sloth and chunk. Uh, or the famous uh, actor that inspired them. Uh, Stan comes swinging in, like uh, swings around with streamers, because uh, Stan was in this mech salvage suit uh, with legs and arms. Uh, wraps Raybon up in, in streamers, uh, and the streamers were made from salvage things, so it wasn't like they were paper. And we all started dancing, and I said, Stan, make it me. And, uh, like, like, and then me and Stan were dancing with the crew and it was really this like prom royalty moment. We must've danced for like 25, 30 minutes. Uh, and Raybon was, couldn't get, get out. So Raybon was watching all the time with a scowl. And I think that scowl just reinforced the bonding that was happening on the dance floor. Uh, so we're all dancing, Stan saying how we're all prom royalty, whatever we wish. And, like then Stan had like rain balloons and uh, paper and sashes and we're all laughing and dancing more. And then everyone was seeing Raybon as Raybon was. And uh, it was in a little bit of the, the, like, because they still have the delusion generators. Uh, I think, I, I don't know, everybody's in a good mood. And I said, why don't I become take over for Raybon? You know, I'll be the captain of the prom and captain of this ship. Everyone else can be royalty. I just want to be captain, commander, whatever role. And everyone said, hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray. And then they said, stand for a captain and commander. And we said, yay. And uh, that was it. And uh, um, we put Raybon in the brig. And Stan's commanding the ship now, the, the Cali Drogo. And uh, I'm, I guess technically I'm second in command. They called me Prime Minister of the Prom. That was one well, no, I also called myself Prime Minister Pete Nice of the Prom and alliteration. So I am stands uh, second in command here, pen pal. And things are looking good. Uh, I mean, we're just in the cloud of delusion on a salvage ship. But uh, we had a great night. Thanks for asking, pen pal. Good night. I uh, want to thank everybody who wrote our Apple Podcast Reviews. This is from AHDFed, who says, Two-time uh, helps a lot. Uh, tried this podcast before, but at first I didn't like it. Uh, then I came back a few weeks later, and it helped. 
is much better than falling asleep to radio, TV, or other podcasts, you know, which can wake you up. Uh, only wish I could stay awake to hear the full stories. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, Kelzadon says it works every night. I've come to depend on this podcast. Uh, yeah, deal, you know, I got stuff that comes up for me at all intervals of the night. I toss and turn, have trouble calming my mind, but this podcast has greatly helped. Thank you, and please keep up the awesome work. Uh, thank you. What about Kelly19, who says, basically, my favorite podcast, such a soothing voice, listen several nights a week, helps shut me down before bed. Uh, J-R-U-H-H-S-O-H from the U.K., a good podcast, but you get off topic in the intro a bit. Uh, I think you should put the actual start of it in the podcast notes. Uh, good job, though. Uh, Miss Misty's uh, says, uh, my new boyfriend. Scooter is the most blissfully boring part of my day. Perfect for bedtime or when you just want to zone out. Uh, love it. Uh, um, Emmy Bear, 1130. Used to have horrible insomnia. I started listening to this podcast about a year and a half ago. Never had a sleepless night since. Perfect guy for the job. So glad I found sleep with me. It truly changed my sleep routine. 110% recommend it. Try it ASAP. Uh, Crispy Skin says, uh, the greatest is who's helped me sleep every night and has done so for the last two years. Uh, he's the greatest. Uh, uh, Carmel, Carla, thank you, Scooter. Uh, I love this so much. I love your cadence, your attitude, your humor, and your comforting, self-deprecating mumbling. I'm a single working mom. Uh, Car- Carla's from Australia. And, you know, I got to deal with rent, anxiety, uh, depression, uh, but this makes it easier. Thanks for what you do. Oh, when I get easier, I'll, when things get better, I'll even support the show. Uh, you're invaluable. Thank you for your generosity in all forms. Uh, thank you, Carla, for your kindness. And uh, FJ, FJ, FKC, JD, ND, JV, JD, NC uh, from Canada. says, very beautiful. This podcast makes me feel safe. Uh, Habitually, you have trouble getting to sleep, but this lets me turn the lights off and go to bed. So thanks, everybody, for reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts. Thanks to all our patrons who support the show at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. And uh, make sure to check out all the wonderful shows that Night Vale presents, uh, which uh, Sleep With Me is a part proud part, part, member. Uh, uh, it's nightvalepresents.com. Thanks.